0: Who is with Vinny Fiorenza? There's a lot he doesn't know. There's a lot he wants to know. This is a podcast where he tries to learn from people who know things he doesn't. He'll be focusing on people from the worlds of business, entertainment, and the arts. His guests are people he finds fascinating and that he believes will bring value to others. Join him on the journey on finding out who is.
1: I used to get chased by the local cow i go out in the stream and like uh, find tadpoles and collect frogs and I was pretty feral I told anybody that would listen when I was a child I'd be like I'm gonna live in California does anybody want to come up to Steven Spielberg's office and I was like I'll go during the pandemic everything shut down but yeah. voiceover didn't so nah. like I built a studio in my closet it was like going into Narnia every day I would be bouncing between playing space mom who is like very she personality hello there darlings and then I'd be playing this female necroman so who was very, you uh, know, very precise. So I'm going to stream, but I'm wow. going to stream badly.
0: We're here I, with Elle Newlands. I'm ready to learn about her. For, fortunately, she's here and she's ready. Tell us about where you're from. Where where the origin story start?
1: The origin story. Um, so, uh, I was conceived in, as an egg and yeah. a sperm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I was born in a, a little town just outside of Glasgow in Scotland. Wow. Um, and, uh, I was dropped by the stork. No, I'm totally kidding. Oh, okay. I'm like, I thought I'm, that's
0: what happened there. Just, <laughs> I it is. I'm oh, giving okay. you the
1: fairy tale version of what it is nice. to be born in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, I was, yeah, I was born in Scotland. Uh, that's how I got yeah. the accent.
0: What was some of your, uh, like interests growing up? Were you always a performer?
1: Oh, growing as a kid? Yeah, as a kid, oh, kid. God, yeah, Give us a No, no. As a kid, I would play in like, well, we called it the burn, which is like a stream. Uh, And I would, I mean, seriously, I was like, Uh, yeah, I was like that kid. I would wear my wellies, my my little rubber boots and like go out in the stream and like uh, find tadpoles and collect frogs. And um, I I was pretty feral. I grew up like (laughs) in a, in a foresty area. So like we would play out in the trees and and run in streams. And, and I used to get chased by the local cow. Uh, We would have, well, it's a bull, but we didn't know that. And he was a pretty angry bull. And so we would have this, um,
0: Chased by a cow. Yeah, we a would ball, have this bet
1: where we'd be like, who can make it across the field fast enough? And pretty much nobody could really, like, I don't know how we outran that guy, but so we'd it be running it. across this field trying to outrun a bull.
0: Over the burn.
1: From the burn. From the burn. In my wellies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I i know you sing. Did you sing to these frogs and tad, tadpoles you collected? Always. Always. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did, so I did. Do you,
1: want, do you want me to sing to uh, I don't
0: know if, yeah. <laughs>
1: I want to be where the people are, <laughs> Singing this, I want to sing with the frogs and tadpoles. I want to collect wow. them in jars out of the burn. <laughs> <laughs> out of the burn there
0: we go yeah, yeah. Oh, producers clapping. yeah no, we, need, we needed that in scotland though were your family involved in entertainment no, just, no 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 um, i mean
1: i'm gonna I say that like everybody in my family was like a storyteller yeah you know we would hang out and i mean that's how it kind of is when you grow up in scotland or ireland like especially years like i don't know how so much now but like in my generation you know the grandparents would come over and everybody would get drunk and they would tell their war stories and their stories oh. and and um i mean i i think like yeah my dad sang my sister sang we would do this thing when we'd wash the dishes hand wash the yeah, dishes we does, would do yeah. we would do like three part harmonies you know like like i would wash my sister would dry my dad would i don't know i think he was just spectating to make sure we did it right but like we would sing <laughs> these three, yeah, yeah 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 these three part harmonies so yeah i've always kind of been a ham I guess. Nice. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. No, not not much has changed. That's fun. Definitely,
1: I'm very introverted.
0: Yeah, for for sure. Yeah. At least, at least that's the vibe I'm getting right here. <laughs> yeah. After you were a kid in Scotland, like, what well, what type of uh, careers did you get into?
1: So I started working. Uh, probably shouldn't see this on a podcast. It's not legal. <laughs> I think I started working. When I was like 14. Yeah, I worked. Right. Yeah. I was working well in a shop um, where they cut meat. like a butcher shop yeah like a butcher Mm -hmm. shop i worked there but i ran like the till the money you know the cash register um and i worked gosh i just had like i worked a lot in shops like i had a lot of shop jobs like you you know news agents and stuff like that and then i when i graduated university (laughs) i have a degree in politics and history so yeah i worked for the government for a tiny very short period of time i worked for the government so
0: what what, what part anything you could speak about (laughs) yeah
1: i worked for a a a department called the department for international development which uh was was like uh sending aid to developing nations and so i worked for a while Mm. i worked in hr and so i would like coordinate with the 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 people they were called ngos which is non-governmental officers i think they're called and they were like people from you know different parts of different fields like scientists and and they would go out to these far-flung places and it was just my job to like book their flights and and plus i would help facilitate interviews for new ngos so very interesting yeah
0: and then i was was like um, i'm gonna
1: move to california
0: when did you decide that like well what what Gave you the push, the final push. You had enough tadpoles. I had
1: enough frogs, tadpoles, yeah. Yeah. cutting meat. You know, yeah. running in the burn. Um, no, I had always. I told anybody that would listen when I was a child. I'd be like, I'm gonna live in California. I'm gonna move to. I, w- I always said I was gonna live in California, and I kind of knew it was gonna be LA anyone that would listen um and then uh right around like right at college age i was like i applied to uh, drama school right out of university i was like i don't want to do this i don't want to work in an office i was like i'm i'm a performer and so i was doing a lot of extra work on tv
0: in in los angeles in scotland oh, okay. this is still yeah, yeah, in scotland yeah, yeah.
1: i was doing a lot of extra work um and then i was like i kind of want to do this
0: all local stuff yeah like like, you know, like yeah. shows in the uk like Glasgow shows, yeah.
1: yeah and so um and so then i was like i'm gonna go to drama school so i applied for all these drama schools and then i got in and i was like why would i put myself through school again and i had an opportunity to come out which was like a weird fluke through a family member and I came out and I visited and I was only supposed to stay for three days. I had gone to Hawaii to visit a family member and I was only supposed to stay for three days. And then I ended up staying for three weeks, went back, went, I'm going back out there, saved a bunch of money, came back out within the year and I've stayed.
0: Wow, and I haven't left since.
1: I've never. Well, I mean, I've gone home. No, I'm, I am legal. That's good. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it.
0: Yeah, I've met them all. Um, yeah. So,
1: L in L A. When you first got here, tell us about you. When you planted your flag. When I planted my flag in the Gold Rush of eighteen whatever. Um, <laughs> I uh, no, I came here actually as a singer. I came out initially mm-hmm. as a vocalist, and I had a management company that were sponsoring me, um, and we. Um, I was working on an album and then just like, I don't know, just morphed. It was like, yeah. I was, I was doing session singing and then I was doing, um, you know, like some, some, some album work for people. And then I ended up getting into voiceover.
0: With the music, did you work with anyone kind of interesting or bump into or perform at outside the session? Did you like do any like performances places?
1: Yeah. I played like I've played the, the Henry Fonda music box was kind of oh, a fun cool. one. Yeah, we yeah. did. I did like a charity event there. Um, what else? Well, I did a, so this was an interesting one. I did, as I was sort of transitioning, uh, into voiceover, I did a. a for, I got cast as a, <laughs> as an acorn.
0: Yeah, an actual. the actual
1: acorn. I was like, I was a character as an acorn and she sang. Right. So, oh. we, and we did an album. And so, uh, I walked into the studio and they're like, oh, and this is Richard Sherman. He's the composer. Wow. Richard Sherman, as in "It's a Small World," yeah, yeah. "Chitty Chitty Bang yeah. Bang," "Jungle Book," you know. Wow. So Richard Sherman was the composer. So um, I did an album that was basically written by Richard Sherman, um, and then we we did a we had a screening for that project, uh, and one of the ladies that was married to one of the producers uh, at the time was uh, Steven Spielberg's like personal assistant. Okay um and so she was like well why don't you guys come to the amblin compound so we we had a piano in the amblin compound uh with richard sherman playing the piano i'm singing and then at one point she's like does anybody want to come up to steven spielberg's office and i was like i'll go and so i sat in his chair and this was like within six months of moving there so, so i definitely man. thought i would you know that was it I was yeah, it, yeah you know there was no going back from it's, this
0: it's funny how many people have that story it like I don't know whatever not that specific story We still think about Steven Spielberg's chair
1: oh yeah like mm. that chair just anytime I'm having a bad day I'm like but you sat in Steven Spielberg's chair so
0: you end up working on a lot of uh tv shows like uh doing voice mostly like uh you voice for shows like Adventure Time Puss in Boots Curious George Tell us about those experiences. What, what was it like doing like on the TV and film side doing the voiceover stuff?
1: It's amazing. I mean, I love my job. That's predominantly what I've been doing, especially in these weird times. Like yeah. during the pandemic, like I worked in voiceover, I mean, because everything shut down, but yeah. voiceover didn't. So no. like I built a studio in my closet. It was like going into Narnia every day. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was a whole amazing. new world. A whole new
0: world. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your experience during the pandemic and like what it was like. You're also an actress, but tell us about the voiceover
1: experience. Well, that was amazing because in 2020, I booked two huge video games in the same like in the same very short period of time. Uh, I booked Apex Legends, which is a, oh. a very large video game, yeah. very popular video game, and I, I booked the character of Horizon in um, Apex Legends but I also booked the character of the female necromancer in Diablo 4.
0: Crazy.
1: These two characters and two worlds yeah. could not be more different so it was just really fun because I got to embody literal hell which is Diablo and, and my season in Apex Legends was called Ascension so it was like I was in heaven. Oh. And, I was literally living heaven and hell in 2020. Heaven and hell.
0: Yeah. All heaven
1: right. and hell.
0: Uh, L? Are you sure? L and hell. There we go. So with the TV show specifically did you did you record that from your home and like send it in? Like, how, how did it go? Did you go to a set?
1: Most of the TV shows I booked pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. so how that would work, although it's it's changed now, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah um, tell us
0: about it. Yeah,
1: yeah. So basically, how it used to be is you would go into a studio and like it would be like a a, a couple of episodes would record at a time, and okay. so the entire voice cast would be there, and so they'd put you in a horseshoe, you know, and, yeah, and like you would perform live, like everybody would you'd be reading the script live um and unfortunately with the pandemic they couldn't do that anymore so uh, yeah a lot a lot of the stuff became working from home but some of the studios would do a thing where they would just have separate booths yeah and so everybody would be in their own booth and we'd all be on a zoom screen but we'd be working at the same time
0: what some of the shows that you worked in a booth like that
1: uh well there's one that I, unfortunately it's not out yet and i think i'm still in de but that one was for uh oh my gosh i'm on like oh my gosh Oh, my goose. I'm forgetting the uh, why why can't I remember the name of this? Maybe it was Cartoon Network, Um, but it's uh, basically I showed up there and yeah, there was, I think, five of us um, and everybody was like in their own separate booth, like in their own room, and that's how they would do it. But
0: we've been through some crazy times recently. the world
1: um, is definitely not the same.
0: With the video games we mentioned before, you've been in massive video games like the Apex Legends, Diablo Four, uh, Hogwarts Legacy, like you've been all over the map. Tell us about your first video game experience. what What do you remember which which game you were a part of?
1: I do uh, I was in a game called Socom 4 I'm
0: yeah. not from that space so I know, not, oh. I know nothing you' you're you're I'm literally learning from you
1: today. okay cool <laughs> um, so yeah I was in a game called socom 4 and I was callsign Oracle was the the name of my character and she was the voice of the game so she was oh, like wow. the calm that lived inside the main characters like she was kind of like the voice in his head from like you know headquarters yeah um, and so with that one these very specifically wanted a Scottish actress and so i that's i picked Fit the that bill mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm.
0: that's incredible for someone who doesn't know about that stuff i'd like to hop into the apex legends like tell us about that world like what well, what's the video game like uh and what what is your character like and how is it just yeah we'll go we'll dive into it a little bit
1: oh cool so uh, yeah
0: <laughs> cool. oh it's nice you're excited about i
1: like oh, i could just talk all day about like my i mean i love my job so oh, that's, that's incredible that's like the biggest blessing ever um so but, uh, yeah apex legends that was a fascinating one because like i said that well i booked it at the start of 2020 okay and it the the my season as it's called because it's a it's a, um, a battle royale so it's different than some video games where it's they work on it for years and then it comes out and it's that's just it with apex legends it's a battle royale so we have seasons so i've actually been working on it since 2020 Mm. um and so every legend is in every season and then they bring in new legends um and so when my season dropped in november of 2020 it was a kind of fraught time in the world you know we were pretty burnt out from the end of a pandemic and you know, we were heading into holiday season and so, and she, they, they, like I said, her season was called Ascension and it was, she was very uplifting. She's what nice. they call a comfort character. Okay. Um, so her name is Dr. Mary Summers. She is a Scottish astrophysicist uh, from a, from a planet called Olympus. Her season dropped with the lore video was that she had been um, uh, betrayed by her lab partner, Dr. Ashley Reed. And I know. <laughs> and it was very Machiavellian. And so she had gotten into her space rocket ship thing and she'd flown, and then they had untethered her. So she got lost in space, but she ended up uh, being in a black hole. So she lost 87 years. So when she came back to her planet, she had a five year old son that she had left that morning. But when she came back, her son was gone because yeah. it, was, it was her time, it had been like 15 seconds, but in real time, it was 87 years. Her planet was decimated and she'd lost her son. Newton, wow. yeah, and so her lore story uh, to this to date is that Newton has been shown uh, in the lab as a grown-up, but we've lost track of him. So I'm sure at some point they'll pick back up. Her nickname is in the community is Space Mom.
0: <laughs> nice. Okay, that's yeah. great. Um, what uh, speaking of the community, what is the community like, and how, how does it feel being a part of it?
1: Uh it's. Uh, I, I can't explain this. I remember years ago saying to someone, God, I'd love one of those video games where you're just part of this really strong community and like people just love the game and no. it's really popular. And that's while I was recording Apex and I had no idea what I was in for. And so when my season dropped, the community, like I said, they really embraced Horizon. But they really embraced me as like one of the voice actors and, and as the legend. And so it's it's one of my favorite things of my job, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a pretty robust social media community, but also I get to go to conventions and nice. I get to meet people. And I just love that. I really do.
0: Oh, that's yeah, It that sounds incredible. Now, the other big video game that we, we got to speak about a little was Doug. Diablo 4, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I see that everywhere, not that I know anything about it but yeah. <laughs> but I, there's a lot of people who do and there's a lot of people who are really excited about it. Yeah. Tell, tell us like run, run through that a little bit about your character and yeah, what it means to you
1: so that one was also amazing, um, so uh, my friend Andrea Toyas is the she's, the she's the casting director but she's also a voice director and so mm-hmm. when I booked it she was like oh you got female necromancer and um and I instantly went into the studio and she's very dark that character's more okay. of her prototype is like um Benedict ben- Benedict Benedict <laughs> Cumberbatch I can never say his name yeah, that's um and so he was that you know kind of like the way he plays characters where they're sort of introverted and yeah and, so, and, she, yeah, really and she's British so it's like you know she was and being a necromancer they're 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 very familiar with death so nothing really scares them they don't get super emotional um they're very matter of fact so i would be bouncing between sessions between playing space mom who is like very she's got personality hello there darlings and then i'd be playing this female necromancer who was very Uh. very precise and so it was like i'd be bouncing between these sessions so that was that was a lot of fun um but diablo though i mean they've been working on that that think that's like 10 years in the making since right, the last yeah. since Diablo yeah. 3 but um the cinematics oh, like I've started playing the game and I'm not a gamer but that one's a lot easier Apex Legends is a shooter it's like a, you just get in there and you're just running around shooting which is a little too much for me it's yeah, too much well, stimulation it's a story, like it's a
0: story it's very like,
1: story driven yeah cool. it's you have tasks and you have to go places and you'll meet you know different characters, but the world sanctuary that you're in—sanctuary in is the world, like it's so beautiful. And then there's what's called cutscenes, and so there's like you know main characters like Lilith is the main character and Anarius, and and there's the whole story of them, and and so it's like it's very entertaining. But it, Blizzard has the, in my opinion, has like a gold standard for for cinematics and, and just the way that their sound and their yeah. character development and just how everything looks it's so beautiful it's very very cinematic so
0: what was your favourite part like visually like do you have like a place that but while you play the game, do you go anywhere specific?
1: I haven't got really far yet because I'm not very good at it, so I keep get, I keep dying. Like oh, I keep, okay. get, I mean, yeah. literally, I just keep getting killed, yeah. which is hilarious. On
0: the cheat codes for you. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like, just like the, I yeah, it's just such a. I mean, it's a very dark world. It's mm. the underworld. It's basically you know hell, so it's very dark and um, but I'm a big fan of of beautiful cinematics and work so of course, you know, it's yeah. just, i just i get lost i'm like oh
0: what about people you know like that have been playing these games like what, what are their reactions been like
1: so my friend johnny young who is in apex legends he plays crypto um he was playing the beta for diablo and he's like this character sounds like you and i was like oh i i don't know because i didn't i couldn't tell anyone and so the minute it came out, he was like, ah, he's like, I've been, because he plays the female necromancer. So he's like, I've been playing you this whole time. And like, I thought it was you and you wouldn't tell me. And I was so... like, well, I can't tell anyone. Um, so, yeah, it's been really fun. And then I saw something really, I haven't really been following it, but apparently Whoopi Goldberg is mad at, at Blizzard about something with Diablo. So I, don't know. <laughs> I just keep seeing it. People keep picking up on it. So, um, but yeah, my friends, um my gamer friends, yeah, they, yeah. I mean, that's it's another, it's a highly anticipated game. They've been waiting a long time, so people are it's done really well. Like, mm-hmm. the, the critics really reviewed it highly, and I think it was Blizzard's highest selling, t- fastest selling game. Wow, yeah,
0: yeah, I see it, uh, the ads on my TV all the time, like t- talking about the Apple 4. Yeah, when there's that big gap, like from you say recording it to the release, like, what what is like, are you thinking about the game? Are you thinking, like, what's, what's like, the anticipation like in your shoes? Is there any?
1: It's fascinating because uh, unless they announce us, which they usually don't do until very close to it, you're watching the ramp up on social mm-hmm. media, and you're, like, seeing your own character, and you can't say anything. Uh, and so that happened to me with Apex. It was, like, and I'd never had a big deal. I mean, I've worked in a lot of games, and I've worked for a long time, yeah. but this is a different apex legends has like a different kind of there's an energy about it the community is so large i think that the last time i heard it was 150 million players but it's worldwide um and so it's a very very large and robust community and so yeah i'd be following stuff and people would be like going nuts for your character and getting excited you couldn't say anything you can't share it you're like ah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you gotta keep keep that all contained and if you know actors
1: which you know actors Uh, we we like to talk about ourselves yeah
0: yeah that's a little bit that's that's part of the reason why i started this (laughs) it's great give you guys a little bit of an additional platform you know but um so you, you talk about the community tell me about these conventions like, well, what's it, what's it been like so far? Have you have you been to a bunch or like, what, what's the story there?
1: Yeah, so like during the pandemic, we did a lot of online ones. So we nice. did this thing called Streamily, which um, you basically uh, people buy your print and then you sign it, but you do like live. So the cast would, once we were clear to get together in places like sort of not in the height of the pandemic, but we would do, you know, these cast streaming, streaming like signings. And then we did, I did like Galaxy Con, but online I did Kuwait Con, which is like a giant convention in Kuwait. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like we did that online. Um, And then I did Wales Comic Con last year. I actually went there in person. So that was the first one I'd gone to. Um, what was it like? What it was, was it for- amazing. Yeah. It, no, I I can't, like, I... Phew, oh, it's nice. Right. I just, like, it's, I cannot say enough about the, the people who play that game and the people specifically who, it's called being a main, when they main your character, meaning that's their main, that's the character that they play the most. So when someone mains Horizon, my character, you know, they'll come up to me and... I've had I've met the most wonderful creative the people give me art you know they, they'll draw they'll create art they'll hand it to yes. you I've had kids come up and just you know like cry because the the origin story like they lost their moms and
0: oh my god you know and so wow. it's
1: yeah it's really touching and it's and it's wow. and like I said I think like out of out of everything in my life right now and I have a wonderful life but this is probably the most fulfilling Wow. Part of my life is like meeting the That's community. hmm Yeah.
0: yeah wow. Well, I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah. That's great. I'm sure you're looking forward to a lot more. Do you have any plans in in the near future?
1: Yeah, so I'm doing a San Diego Comic Con. I'm oh, doing a, yeah. There you go. I'm doing a panel called Cartoon Voices, which is always really fun. So it's usually like five, six, I think six cartoon or voice actors. Um and we read a script and so and we end up we just end up We do it in crazy voices and we improv and we just like add jokes and you know and then they also like we talk you know the interviewers and talk about but i'm really excited about that because it's a giant panel yeah i've done it once before and it was amazing um and then i have uh ig fest insomnia gaming fest which is the largest gaming festival in the uk i'm going out there in september and i'm really excited about that because uh i'm gonna like try and play some games and stream and you know, yeah. and really get immersed in the, the gaming community.
0: Speaking of streaming, do you have, do you stream? Have you ever streamed? Like, what, what's the story with that?
1: So I'm currently building my Twitch. I have a Twitch channel, which oh, is just my name, nice. Mel Nolans. Um, I have a Twitch channel, which I have not actually went live on yet, but I have. That's the thing about my community. So it's like, you know, I was for a joke when Diablo dropped on the 6th of June, I started posting on instagram like my character and i was like how have i never done this before like uh, and i was playing the game and so a couple of people in the community reached out and they were like hey if you want i can help you build your channel i can help you and so people great. are actually like yeah it's this wonderful so i'm building so i'm gonna stream but i'm gonna well, stream badly like it's yeah, I'm not a gamer yeah, it's, it's just gonna be me like swearing and yelling and laughing and going what the what am I doing here? How did that happen? Yeah. Where did this goblin come from? You know, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, no, I'm sure they, yeah, the people want that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's it's uh, <laughs> it's necessary.
1: Yeah.
0: So of all the characters you played from the beginning up till now, like, is there a specific character that you relate to the most?
1: Um, I would definitely see. So the Horizon, for me, the, when that character came out, um, I think I sent you that lore video. Yeah, I love yeah, it. So I'm... her video where it was so emotional so like usually with these lower videos they're like fast and there's a lot of music and mm. there's like you know but with this one it was very slow and it was very it was me narrating it for six whole minutes i think and it was very emotional and so i was able to and i was going through some life stuff at that time which was pretty heavy i mean it was during the pandemic but i also had yeah. life stuff so it was like i was able to pour a ton of the emotion that i was feeling into her because she's kind of like She's an. She has an emotional arc, so she's a. She's a great character for me because, you know, she's a mom, but she has this like crazy, like, sad story. Yeah. Um, And so they've they've let me like. There's been a couple of different uh, arcs she's had. One of them she got angry, which the whole community was like, "What?" Because like she's so happy, and like in one one of the cinematics we did, she was very angry, and so I got I've gotten to really like act and play, and and she was like. I don't know it was weird I said she was kind of like she kind of mommed me through wow. 2020 yeah she was like a, she was a like kind of a, a talisman for me like it was amazing wow, what an experience yeah I really love that character like I really do yeah I wow. post about her a lot on my Instagram
0: <laughs> I see that's that's yeah, it's incredible that's yeah, inspiring and cool that 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 it was brought to you in that type of way yeah,
1: yeah. I think so like I definitely feel you know I'm one of those people that I sort of go through life, and I I look for meaning, and yeah. you know I'm, I guess you would say I'm kind of deep, like I'm a deep thinker, mm-hmm. and so I look for meaning. And when things come to me, I really try to like make the most of it, and and really spin it and incorporate it in my life. You know, to, to how how can I get a lesson from this? What can I learn from this?
0: Speaking of, you have a your certification that you mentioned. If you want to dive a little bit into that,
1: yeah. So that's something I also did during the pandemic. Yeah. So I've been riding horses my whole life, and um, I have this horse and I had gone and done this like personal development course and one of the ladies there was like would you come and would you be a a volunteer for me I need to do clinic hours for the certification I'm doing and I was like what is it and she said oh it's equine it's like equine assisted life coach work and so I was like I'd love to so I did it with her and then I was like I need to do this wow so I did a year it, it took me a year and I, I did like three or four on sites where we had to go and like work with horses, work with clients and coach people. And I had to do a bunch of clinic hours for myself and I've had people come and work with my horse. Um, so basically it's a, yeah, it's like a certification. I'm not a fan of the, light, the life coach term.
0: I understand. Um,
1: so for me, it's more um, like a personal development or I mean, I wouldn't say wellness because I'm not dealing with like diet or anything, but like personal wellness
0: so when people come yeah give an example so yeah. people
1: come and they work with my horse so I, they'll come and i'll put them in It's no it's not riding it's all on the ground just them with uh, some of the bohemia people have come That's oh, incredible clients, wow. yeah and so like they will uh, you know work with her on the ground and so we'll at the start i'll be like what do you want to work on and some people will be like well i have really bad anxiety or i have this money problem or whatever and it just works itself out so basically they go in with the horse I ask them to like notice what's happening with the horse and I'm like, what's happening with you? And they start Mm. to like connect and like, they start to like make meaning of what's happening with the horse and they have breakthroughs like, Oh, Oh, I feel really seen right now. Or, Oh, wow. Like she stomped her foot. I just realized someone was angry at me when I was a kid and I've been holding all this. you know, it's like, people have these massive breakthroughs because horses are super empathic.
0: Oh, I would have never thought that that's incredible. Wow. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll be there at some you point. You should come up. Yeah, probably <laughs> should. but boy, yeah. what area are you mainly?
1: It's in Topanga.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, nice. I love yeah. Topanga.
1: Yeah, it's really but, nice there. Um,
0: no, that's that's incredible. Yeah. Um, what's what's your horse's name?
1: Her name is Nochera. And does that mean something? It does. Yeah, tell so me. she so she's a very special horse. Um, well, I mean, aren't they all? But yeah. um, so I got her about ten years ago from a man at the barn who had imported her from Argentina. Wow. Oh. So she is an Argentinian thoroughbred, which basically means she's like probably Criollo, which is the South American Mustang, and thoroughbred, but she was a polo horse. So she was bred for polo for the sport. She played, I think oh. she played high goal polo in Argentina. She was a pretty amazing, she's a oh. really fast horse. Well,
0: she has an experienced life.
1: Yes. And so she came to the States and, uh, He had decided he was going to sell her, and I said, I'll take her, and then she had a lot of health problems, Um, and so I worked with her, and it turned out she had this kind of unknown muscle disease, and so I found me being me, that's just the way I work. It was like, I went, I searched all over the world and I found teaching hospitals and I called them and I was like, has anyone heard of this? And it has a name, it's MFM, which is myofibular myopathy, which is an actual human disease, but this is the only way that, it was kind of the genetics were the same. And so I called up and I couldn't really find anything on horses. And I found this one man who was a genetic scientist. So he did a genome sequence on her DNA. Uh and split apart her DNA and they found like some alleles in there and they were they created a test and so it was like it's just been like an interesting thing but her name (laughs) means of the night because she's a black horse but somebody came up to me one day and said have you ever heard the legend of the Nochera?" and I was like no and they said well it's all about I don't know if this is true but Uh, this is what he told me he Mm -hmm. said the nachera is the female the nachero is the male and it's like they're the lamplighters they lead the way in the herd so it's like they're they're at the forefront of the herd and they're lighting the way for everyone and so i thought that that was such a beautiful metaphor for this horse who had come from another country had this illness and was like lighting Hmm. the way for other horses
0: that's incredible and it sounds like for you as well a little bit
1: That's kind of how my role, I tend to have very dramatic life experiences that find me. I'm like, oh, okay, a bird hit my window and all of a sudden I'm like, you know, driving down to, like, a a bird sanctuary and, you know, it's...
0: (laughs) it's interesting. I'm happy that we got to go a little bit deeper. I'm going to jump into a little bit of a rapid fire type of round. See what you got over here. Okay, let's see
1: what we got. Oh, lord.
0: Um, Do you have a favorite video game like you've ever played?
1: Uh, Out of the one video games I've played, I'd have to say it's Diablo 4.
0: Wow. Wow, just like that. Yeah, you heard it here. But um, someone from history you'd love to have dinner with.
1: Wow, wow. Uh, someone from history that I'd love to have dinner with. Wow, oh, wow. This really is a rapid fire. I don't. For some reason, I'm thinking Sydney Poitier.
0: Oh, that's I'm, a fun I, one!
1: I read his book and I was just oh, so fascinated. He just seemed, guess was coming yeah, <laughs> and just like he just was such a seminal voice, and yeah. you know, in American yeah. history as an actor and so Across yeah, the board. he fascinates yeah.
0: me. Yeah, I would, I would actually. I didn't even know. I need to read his book now. Yeah. But um, well, so, what's your zodiac sign? I'm a Leo. Uh, we were talking about it before we started.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm a Leo with a a stellium in Cancer, which means I have, I guess, four planets in Cancer, and then I have an Aquarius. Moon
0: sign. I don't, I don't know much about that. Trying to learn. I can teach you. Okay, this is good information. Yeah. What with, yeah. with the horse.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can do. We can do. We can do a whole astrology beast okay. Life coaching horse. Yeah. Nice. We can wear some crystals and. Okay. Right.
0: we I got some friends to introduce you to. <laughs> but. Uh, do you have a favorite music genre? I know you're a singer, but.
1: I'm a big fan of just that stripped down kind of like singer songwriter acoustic. Nice. Um I uh, you know I just I just like like low vibe kind of nice. yeah I'm a chill cool. person. Cool. What
0: about an artist? Is your favorite artist that type of music?
1: Oh wow. Uh I don't know. I'm like I'm very eclectic. I just listen to whatever. Uh I would probably say that I mean, I don't know that she's doing so much now, but I was a huge fan of Tori Amos.
0: Okay. Just yeah.
1: again, talk about like a voice of her generation and just, you know, just an incredible writer and a wonderful yeah. performer and I just loved her as a person.
0: Oh, that's yeah. nice! Really happy you came here. Uh, could you explain to the audience, like, uh, where can they find you, and uh, what what do you got going on next?
1: So, um, you can probably find me on Instagram, like mostly talking about horizon my apex character yeah. i usually post a lot about my career but i also post you know fun stuff for my life and um i'm just l newlands gram on there
0: nice.
1: um i sometimes tweet uh, i have a tiktok page which i'm still learning yeah because i'm not as young as the kids that are all into the tiktok uh, so yeah i'm like uh, uh, so i'm trying to learn that uh i'm l newlands on tiktok um and yeah just some of my conventions that i mentioned nice. oh i'm doing another convention as well i'm doing one up in um uh, Pacific Northwest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think
0: that's announced yet. So. All right. Yeah, we'll say, we'll, 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 announce, we'll announce it at some point. I'm going to yeah. share all her links. Yeah, thank you so much for coming out here, Al. This is incredible. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun.